It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It's Thursday. And we're here to do it all over again. An entire half an hour of nonsense. You're listening to it. We're producing it. It's probably going to involve poo at some point. It's just how we do it, to be quite frank. We're born to do it, Luke Emo. We're born to do it. Craig how you feel? I, look, Craig David. Craig bloody David. Um, I'd like to kick us off with uh, news of the press, uh, Luke. Jeffrey Tubin. Are you familiar with Jeffrey Tubin? I'm not, but I, I'm also a little bit concerned about the intro in which you t- sort of implied that you might poo your pants. Uh, no, I mean that. That just just take that as read that that's a constant threat. That's already happened. <laughs> just exactly. Anyway, yeah, you never Tubin, know what's going to come. I don't know who that is. Jeffrey Tubin. He is a CNN correspondent. He was um, suspended. <laughs> you must have remembered this story before the election. You know they have those kind of like. Um, sort of mock election uh, mock uh, debates uh, on CNN and, and you know how it's all going to be gamed out and stuff and how right. how it's all going to set out um yeah he, he's a famous legal analyst and he was and he was um he was suspended uh, after just masturbating on the zoom thinking that he couldn't be seen uh, while they were doing I do this vaguely group remember call, do you remember um he's back on telly he's back CNN can't have reinstated him can't keep a good man down the ultimate multitasker uh, just turn your camera off mate and then nobody can see don't you wank in a meeting don't, don't wank, wank in a meeting it should be at least semi-sacred yeah, yeah that, you know, can't I, see I, my bottom half right now I, yeah I don't, I don't well that's like my, I've already seen your bottom half and what it's got to offer anyway but <laughs> I, look I'm all for people wanting in their comfort their own home to indulge in their own sexual proclivities you know consenting mm-hmm. adults and all that yeah but you're bringing other people into it it's work time <laughs> You know, I know working from home since the pandemic has had its challenges because the blurring of work and home life can be difficult. That's mm-hmm. not an excuse to have a quick one off the wrist. It's not. It is a bit of an excuse, though, isn't it? If you want me to work from my, um, you know, spare bedroom, I'm going to do spare bedroom stuff while I'm working. That's, that's indoor language. You know, that's indoor or, language. Or sometimes people would say to me, "That's that's um, that's that's talk for the car." You know, talk for the car. That's not talk for you. That's not talk for the function. That's talk for the car. That's indoor <laughs> that's, language. That's lovely. That's a lovely. I'm stealing I, I love that. The that's idea talk that for you, the car. I, I, mean, I don't know what his defence was, but you seem to be suggesting that your defence is that he had the horn. Is that your your Pavlovian reaction to being in the spare room overpowers any work you should have to do? <laughs> 
<laughs> it would, he'd been, he was fired by the New Yorker in October for just exposing his penis and masturbating on, on camera, thinking he couldn't be seen uh, during a, a virtual work meeting. Um, he apologised, obviously, but I just, the, the confidence of the man who thinks he can administer a mock political debate while debating himself, so to speak. It's it's amazing, really, <laughs> to have that level of confidence and, and that kind of, like, I've seen this all before. I can administer this, this, this kind of mock presidential debate um, while, 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 while getting down down to Flavortown in, in your spare bedroom. Well, imagine how bad he would have felt, though, because you remember um, when we were on a work call once and I said, by accident, you get a free lickable treat on the call. Yes, I I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I was basically unpacking a cat fountain and <laughs> at home... Because I think I think one of you was just talking, and I, I, you didn't need me to, to contribute, so I was just yeah you know, waiting. Unpacking uh, a cat fountain. Just, just when when Luke goes quiet on these uh, calls on the on these shows, just know that Luke is invariably unpacking a cat fountain. He's got yeah. a weird addiction where he just yeah. constantly buys cat fountains, eBay, Amazon, all yeah. of them. When when I die. Don't think of me as being dead. Just think of me as unpacking a cat fountain. In <laughs> he's gone. To, he's gone to. He's gone to the farm to unpack the biggest cat fountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't actually even let the cats use them. I just um, <laughs> how I like to drink my water. I do get like my. Floors and I like, do you like it. my? Do you like my jacket? I've never worn this. I don't think in front of in, in front of you. Yeah, it's good. It's like a it's like Not a space year, scene. It? No, it's too too warm. It is light. I could wear it, but it's just a bit. It's just a bit warm. Uh, I got it Have from. You missed the um, boat for wearing it. How long? How many years ago did you buy it? I bought two. There's a pink one and a, and a black spacey one uh, with cats all over it. And uh, I bought it from uh, Japan about two, two or three years ago. I'm, I'm never going to wear it seriously, but uh, not bad for a little fan, bit of fancy dress or something. <laughs> but is that not really? It's a, it's a really good um, border device, isn't it? Because in your 30s, fine. Now you're 40, can you wear it? No, it's true. But as as you guys pointed out uh, on the on the pub in the pub uh, last week, uh, that I am um, starting to resemble. Is it Sir Philip Green, the top shop guy? Yeah, it's very yeah. pleasing. It's very it, because so, so many lookalikes come along with Donaldson. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. the only person I've ever known to have as many lookalikes as you is um, the Northern <laughs> Irish comedian who I know a little bit, Shane Todd. Who mm. for some like it's mad his face. Like I've seen lookalikes been given to him and he's showing me him on his phone where mm. it will literally be an old woman working down the supermarket and, <laughs> and Johan Cruyff right and he looks like both of them it's impossible to work out in your mind oh that's so fantastic him aside you are the person who has the most lookalikes ever your face is like a blank canvas and mm. I'm, 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 I'm as excited about the Philip Green shout as I was about the Bulgarian assistant manager with the same mouth as you that's the yeah. most excited I've been when it comes to your lookalikes because they come along ten a penny these days. But I mean, the Philip Green thing is is, is mainly because he's got like kind of wispy. Uh, he's he's got no hair on top at all, but he's still rocking. Um, what can I be really described as a as as a kind of like it's a, a ponytail sort of thing? It's a skullet, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean. I mean, the, the problem is he's got quite... He had quite thick hair. And so the wispy bits at the back of his head are quite um, curly. curly. And mine aren't, so I, I, I don't no, get this No, but yours one, do flick up. They do, <laughs> they do flick up because I occasionally put my hair in a ponytail. It's very, it's very strange. So the, the, the um, kind of holy grail for the older man's haircut isn't in fact the sculler. I mean, it's great to see a sculler. It's great mm-hmm. to see a mullet. You know, an mm. unironic mullet is a great thing to see. It's mm-hmm. great to see a scullet, a far lesser spotted version of the mullet, um, mm. when the hair is receding. The holy grail of old man's haircuts is actually the drollet, which is a dreadlocked scullet. 
Oh, that is enjoyable. And and I like men who are in their 30s. Uh, they, they, they've smoked a bit of weed in their time. Let's make that clear. Um, they, they're addicted to the stuff and they... They, like they the have pope, the dreadlocks. The they, they like the pope. The smoke, their their favourite pope will be one that that, that smoked. The sense Amelia. He uh, he they, he would be. Um, his dreadlocks were so thick and so rich at some point that it's pulled all of the hair out. You know, it, 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 yeah. like the actual entry point for the for the for the dreads is so thin by the time it gets to the head, yeah. it's just yeah, yeah. hanging on by a, th- a literal thread, uh, and they could pop off at any moment, and they'd just be a bald guy with weird lumpy hair. Would you? So, have you ever seen a drollet? Do you think in action? Um, I've seen a few. There's this. There's this um, song that I'm obsessed with. It's called "Puff Puff Yeah" uh, on YouTube, <laughs> That's not and it's a real two song. and it's two weed enthusiasts uh, singing a kind of hor- just fucking horrendous uh, song about smoking weed. Uh, and they, yeah, they're they're they're, um, they're 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 passing the weed. Puff puff yeah, puff puff pass. I think it might be called actually. And uh, yeah, the the guy who sort of breaks in with some kind of like ragga rapping over the top. Uh, he's he's got he's got a draw it. Very enjoyable. Great to see. So you don't see him very often. That's why they're mm. so special. The, the man um, from also um, Counting Crows as well. Uh, oh, his yeah. dreadlocks are reportedly uh, not not f- from his his own supply. Let's say. <laughs> What's his name? That geezer. I can't um, remember. What's his Jimmy. name? Is it Adam. Is it Adam Durritz? Adam Durritz. Yeah, Adam Durritz. Yeah. It's. Uh, I've seen a picture of him on, on, on Wikipedia. He's got a very mm. very thick set of hair. So. Who yeah. Um, I was going to say to you with that puff puff pass thing. Isn't mm. it quite comforting in a way to know that you, the way you've just described that song and the way mm. you've just caught the name of it and everything, that could have been a song in 1995? <laughs> yes, I think could so, it? yeah. Nothing's it would, it would be on. really naughty. No, nothing's moved on. And, and if you listen to the song, uh, and I wish we could play it on here, I mean, to be honest, they won't have released it. You won't be able to buy it anyway, so you possibly could get away with playing it. But uh, it is astonishingly bad it, it like there, there is I, I think a real revolution when it comes to um, weed uh, and, and how it's sort of presented it used to be the sort of people who would buy High Times magazine and stuff and they'd just be obsessed with like, like you know the centrefold in High Times where it'd just be like some fucking weed and and, and that sort of thing is very <laughs> very very strange uh, but nowadays like obviously vaping, well yeah exactly yeah exactly vaping enthusiasts it, it's so weird to be into something so un- it, it's just not in it, it's so just not interesting it's nondescript it's like being interested in like building societies it's not a thing yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm really into Bradford and Bingley for some reason, yeah. or the Yorkshire Bank. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it, it, it's like that. And and um, but nowadays, I think now it's starting to become uh, legalized all over the place. We've got in Washington State, uh, people who are going for their vaccines gets a free, um, gets a free fucking cigarette for some bloody reason. Um, I'm loving that. And, and so it's less about the the, the 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 crazy people, and it's more about sort of going. This fits in my life. I like to smoke weed. I like to drink a beer. I it's it's not so much people aren't so obsessed obsessive about it. I think it's more lifestyley and more cool. I think. You, so you think it's cool? So you think I it's think. cool? Put your cat jacket on and roll up a fat bifter. <laughs> as, as you would say, Pete. I mean, as as you said to me before. Sorry, mate. I can't make that. I'm off to Doobsville, USA. <laughs> I've not smoked weed for ages uh, because I can't because my lungs go. Peter, smoke out. And he's, can't live can't live in here and then throws out and it and it doesn't work on me I told you that um, for your asthma you should get into swimming <sighs> well, you just want to see me in my speedos 
Well, I've seen you in I've seen you in some swim shorts before. I can remember um, when we were in it. We went to a villa together in Menorca, didn't we? There's a load of us. Oh yeah, that was fun. A little and, bit too uh, cold. No, it was lovely. And you, um, I'm pretty sure you jumped in the swimming pool with all your clothes on as part of a thing, and uh, you were fine about it. I was, I was fine about it, yeah. The, the villa owners weren't quite so fine about it. Well, they weren't present, <laughs> crucially. They weren't present. A huge part of why we were allowed to stay there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, Pete, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about today was that a... Well, first of all, actually, because it's our four-year anniversary at the moment, listeners have been crying out for a uh, throwback It's Been from you. Oh, right, OK. Wow, wow, we want an It's Been. You want to do a little <coughs> dump? Yeah, strap yourselves in. That's me drumming. I'm not yeah. Jeffrey Tubin in it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have used the desk. Oh my god! Yeah, spin. That was there all right, go. actually. Yeah, After solid all this time. That was actually all right. Yeah, I, t- I feel like Zlatan coming back to the Swedish setup. <laughs> Then getting injured. <laughs> getting injury. Um, that's very good. Great to have that flashback. Appreciate that. Um, Lovely. De- uh, dep- depressingly enough, uh, producer Nat, who's a lot younger than us, didn't know what Mencarta was because she didn't know what Encarta was. Encarta was. Uh, <laughs> and she made me explain it to her, and I felt terrible. I just felt yeah. like, where's my life gone? Where's yeah. my life gone? I'm never going to be penny on for your thoughts, Moa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, because we mentioned briefly uh, Japan, uh, have you seen the story about that? So I'll, I'll read you the headline again because that's probably the mm. way of getting this story across because that's okay. what a headline is for. Good. Um, Japanese man arrested after dating 35 women at the same time in a bid to get as many birthday presents as possible. Mm. Um, he's been, he was dating lots of different women, apparently. Uh, he gave them all a different birth date um, <laughs> so that he would get a different birthday presents. Now, he got arrested for this. Uh, yeah. And um, women who, of course, feel defrauded and feel cheated, and I understand that they have, our, they have, of course, have our sympathy. But I want to ask a question that is a difficult question to ask, but nonetheless, I think an important one. Can that be a crime? Um, I, I guess it is straight fraud, but it's, but surely if you're in a relationship with all of these people, um, you're, you're in a situation where you have to buy birthday presents for all of them for too, them. surely? Yeah. So it evens itself out because apparently he received six hundred and sixty-eight pounds worth of gifts. <laughs> right, from right, the women. okay. But you're right, surely yeah. it's going to go both ways, right? And also 35, 35, 35 um, women, like that. And I'm fairly certain he only made like something like eight hundred quid out of the whole thing. I just said six hundred and sixty. Oh, sorry, six or six quid. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not a lot of that's not a lot of cash, really, is it? There are quicker um, ways to, to to make that money. Hmm. Takashi Miyagawa, uh, a part-time worker. I'm not surprised he's part-time. He's uh, <laughs> he's in a situation where he's having to sort of... Yeah, exactly. Very, very weird. But yeah, I, I just... I don't think he made enough money out of it. Um, I... I he, he doesn't look particularly handsome. He must have something about him uh, that, uh, that, you know, he's... How old is he? I think he's... Th- is he 35 as well? Yeah, um, yeah he's, he, he, he's he's bagging on a bit. Look, if you can get away with it, he I don't think it's the worst it. thing. He can't get away with it, exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I imagine that. Um, so I think the I think somebody uh, sorry News twenty four is a great little site that basically just the weird and wonderful wacky world of Japan and just sort of puts it out. But uh, the story elicited mixed responses online. Uh, one reader commenting that he's an awful person, but I do envious time management skills. <laughs> well, I do caught, too. So he can't have been that good at it. Uh, speaking, no. By the way, one thing I forgot to mention a second ago about this whole. Um, stoner thing that you're mentioning is it do you remember one of the first things i think it was certainly one of the first things i saw that do people still say go viral do people still say that 
Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. So one of the first things I saw go viral was this kind of, it was um, a screenshot of mm. an MSN messenger chat between a girlfriend who was pissed off and a boyfriend, right? And the girlfriend um, is going on this big, long monologue about why she's fed up with her boyfriend and she's telling it to the boyfriend himself because all yeah. he ever does is smoke weed, right? And she goes in this big, long monologue. It must be paragraphs and paragraphs. So he did this and he did that. And to cap it all off, the straw that broke the camel's back because you never want to do anything and you never go anywhere because you don't motivate because all you do is smoke weed all day. Last uh, Yesterday, you were supposed to come pick me up from so-and-so, but you didn't because you ended up smoking loads of weed and having a nap instead, right? Right. And then the only response from the bloke is... Um, Epic nap. (laughs) 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 The 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 thing that like so so recently I think it's too um, old to be fake as well. Yeah, no, enjoyable. I, it kind of reminds me of um, you know that podcast that that, that, that we put that we put out. I sort of worked on it um, a little while ago. Uh, Bernie, uh, who killed the Prince of Soho. Um, you know, heartily recommend it. You Go mean the critically it, acclaimed, really well the critically, received the, 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 documentary, the, the, the documentary series, but Bernie, who killed the Prince of Soho, that you produced and did a brilliant job on. Pete, I'm going to the, the iTunes, the iTunes top 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 ten bothering uh, Bernie, who yes. killed the Prince of Soho. Watch it Apple now. Listen to it now. Uh, okay, sixty <laughs> percent of the listenership, grand. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, they. Uh, I think um, I, I put on the stack account. Um, you know, this 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 shows out. And then someone replied. <laughs> I was expecting. You know, it, it mentions a few famous people. It mentions. You know, it, it's it's a very very sad tragic story. But it's also celebratory in, in its in in its stylistic cues as well. Celebrating the the, the life and, and times of of a, of a true one off in Soho and. Um, the the first and only comment on the stack at post just said murderinos. Wow! <laughs> just somebody just went murderinos. I've not even <laughs> heard that word before. No, I think it just I think he just said murder, but he just went little bit of murderinos, <laughs> and it really made me laugh. That can't be an autocorrect either. No, no, murderinos. Well, murderinos. listen, murderinos, we're gonna have a quick break, and when we come yeah. back. We're going to do some emails and also a few of your battery brands as well, as has become the custom. See you in a minute. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24/7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at bluenile.com. bluenile.com. We're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. Pete Donaldson with you, Luke Moore. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's real simple. Get on Twitter. Get on the old uh, socials. Uh, or if you want to write us something a little bit longer, but not too long, we've got to read this out. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. That's the way to do it. Yeah, some people who have been in touch with their battery brands of the week at Luke mm. and Pete Show on Twitter or Instagram, they are Henry, who's got in touch with some 2L batteries, just number two and the letter L. I've L. never seen those before. For me, they're a new player. Yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree. That's uh, that's huge for me. Um, they've, they've, they've kept it nice and simple. They've used two digits. I'm having it. I like it. I like the style. Beautiful. Congratulations to 2L, but mm-hmm. congratulations to you too, Henry. Well done for that. Mm. Um, Simon's emailed in GP Supercells. Get out of town, Simon. Get Still out of town. Like 2017. No GP's chance. like our, our launch product, to be quite exactly. frank. GP Ultra, GP Supercells, completed them. Yeah. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Liam Drake uh, finishes us off with a bit of Mitsubishi Electric. Now, I don't Get out. No, yeah. no, they're not new players. Liam Drake, hang your head. Never email again. Rubbish. <laughs> One out of three today. Henry with yeah. your two L's. Get yourselves in, in, the, in, the, in the special club, mate. Well done. Um, emails then hello at lukeandpeteshow.com as Pete's already said but a great talk on Monday about someone who claims to have done nearly half a million steps in a day that was nonsense here's hoping mm. these aren't um, what about this then from Andrew Andrew who wants to talk to us about the burger restaurant Five Guys because we talked oh. about it last week do you remember Pete mm. I said that I like Five Guys because they chuck a load of extra fries in the bag they just go, here's some extra fries on us, uh, even though you probably pay for it in a, in a really true yeah. sense. Um, well, but yeah, you, well, you're yeah. a fan. On that note, Andrew's got some, some real talk. I think we can call it real talk for us. Mm. He says, your brief mention of five guys and their reputation for putting a little extra in the bag when it comes to fries reminded me of a YouTube video I recently watched somewhere down a YouTube hole. Uh, both presenters on both sides of the pond found that in both cases, the fries containers 
delivered were overflowing with quite a few extra fries in the bag. But interestingly, a full UK medium portion container only accounts for 165 grams of weight for an advertised 414 gram. When they were added mm. all the extra bag fries, they were still looking at 276 grams, a, few, a full 138 grams short. Essentially, you would need to be served a full two and a half medium containers for them to deliver you their fries as advertised. This issue was repeated for the American presenter too. Across an order of small, medium and large, both presenters were served only about two thirds of the advertised fries despite full containers and a hefty number of bag fries. It would seem as though this habit of pouring quote-unquote extra fries into the bag is nothing more than a cynical ploy to trick you into thinking you are getting extra fries when it would appear you are being significantly shortchanged. Sorry about that. Much love, Andrew. Well, look, we can't speak uh, on uh, Andrew's um, findings uh, because obviously, you know, five guys, they got deep pockets and those pockets are filled with chips. Um, so we, we'd hate to sort of get involved in that gnarly world of legal chip wrangling. But uh, yeah, if nothing else, this email has just made me really want some fucking chips because it's just gone 12 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's an interesting take. Uh, I like the psychological idea of it. You know, that I know that, for example, mm. in cinemas, they will do the pricing so that, let me get this right, the large popcorn l seems to be much better value than the medium. So, for example, the gap between the price points of small and medium will be quite large, but the yes. gap between the medium and the large will be a lot smaller because the large then seems like better value to the customer, thus encouraging mm. to buy the large. The psychological aspect of all this stuff is fascinating. Let's make that absolutely clear. Yeah, it's like the um, those kind of new kind of wider pint glasses you get for craft ale. Uh, they look quite stubby and they don't look quite as uh, as yeah, um, like good value, there, does it? Mm, but but the, but the it only takes. Uh, an, an increase of the circumference or the radius of the of the lip of the of the glass, and it can hold so much more than even those really tall um, sort of Stella glasses or the um, uh, like the, the lager brands that do really really tall glasses. So it's look, it's it's a it's a much of a muchness, uh, and the the mind can play some cruel tricks. I once bought a, a gold dress that was blue. Turns out, oh, oh. what's awkward. your favourite kind of um, beer vessel of choice? Then do you like the old fashioned kind of handled dimpled ones? Um, the problem is they they don't serve like nice frothy lagers. I like yeah. Japan do a really they good kind of brought those back. Yeah, the, I, I think they'd be. But what would you serve in that though? It would have to be like a stout or a doom bar or a you know it'd have to be something a bit chewy with twigs in it. You reckon? Yeah, it would have to be something a bit hefty. I, although I would quite like a really thick. Uh, sort of glass with a handle on it, but like have a really um, like a nice fizzy lager, but a massive head on it and stuff. I think heads are underrated. People get very upset because you're not getting enough alcohol yeah. in there. But look, it's all about a nice pint and what it looks like—a nice frozen glass. Oh, lovely! You feel like you're in Europe as well. Come on, <laughs> exactly. Come Man on, gets a little knife out and the little knife out and sort of knocks the knocks the head off. Beautiful. Yeah, actually, Pete, <laughs> Pete, read the email out we've got um, from uh, Simon in Norwich because that's a belter. I think we should definitely end with that one. All right then, let's. Uh, oh God, I've bookmarked it. Well, I didn't realise it was there, but look, Simon, because we've got Simon. Mate. Simon re emailed in the GP superstars. It's Simon and Norwich. I found it by typing in uh, Control F. Uh, first London experience, chaps. It's me with the cunty dog. <laughs> Do we remember the cunty <laughs> I don't dog? Remember that. Oh, the cunty dog. Um, on May 31st, uh, you asked for big city stories. Forgive the long email, but this night was bonkers. 
I moved to London in 2000 to seek my fortune, taking a flat in Neesden and tubing to Bond Street daily. Can you imagine the, the, the promise that moving to London at the turn of the millennium, there must be something special about doing it at that point and sort of going, the, the, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to make this city my yeah, absolute biatch. I've got a feeling this, isn't gonna, this, this story isn't going to go that way. <laughs> One evening, my flatmate and I decided to frequent the local knees and boozer. Most of them were shady Irish bars with dried blood stains outside, but there was a Weatherspoons and that was the That's lesser Neesden. of many evils. Or so we thought. Sat happily boozing on cheap beer until uh, at 10pm the bell rang for time and everyone started piling out. Knowing my drinking up time Right, we sat a little longer when at 10.20 the bar started filling up a lot. The beer was flowing over the bar and no money was exchanging hands. Being tight, I chanced my arm at a few free pints as the barman poured. He said, best leave now, lads. It's not for your kind in here now. Wow. What? So the barman suddenly started pouring beer for nobody. That's exciting Uh, if you're not there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, 30 minutes passed, pub heaving, then the doors flew open. In walked four men in balaclavas carrying handguns and an industrial-sized baked bean tin. Uh, one by one the men in the bar dropped wedges of cash into said tin when it was shaking in my face with a thick Irish accent uh, for the boys back home uh, I dropped 20 pounds in purely out of fear by 11pm the bar was empty uh, and we made our way out shaking like shitting dogs wondering what the fuck had happened turns out we'd been sat in the middle of an IRA fundraiser much love Simon in Norwich yeah so Simon uh, not only uh, Simon in Norwich Simon IRA fundraiser <laughs> IRA uh, real IRA Simon is now in Norwich yeah, he's not in London he's anymore. He's fucked up. Well, shortest, yeah. well, shortest move to London. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that you sort of. Uh, it, yeah, it is the sort of thing that you um, you used to see in Holloway quite a lot. You'd see little buckets, but it wasn't and um, in, um, Kilburn, which isn't far from Kilburn, Eden, by the way. No, yeah, true, true. And, yeah, and and and, and obviously, um, I mean, there were no guns getting waved around or anything, but uh, that we know kind of, of exciting us. Not we know of. There could have been but, packing um, heat. You never know. A good friend of mine who shall remain nameless for obvious reasons when you hear the story, he, he's a big frequenter of his local pub, and it is in London. Mm. Uh, he's a mm. big face in the local pub there, and he goes there all the time. And um, he said at one point, um, the landlord opened up on Christmas Day mm. for a few hours for the locals, um, and a load of dodgy people. I don't really know what their provenance was, but a load of kind of wrongins came in. Mm. They'd never seen them before. And basically took over the bar and essentially intimidated the landlord so he couldn't close. And then when all the locals had gone, they tied the landlord up out the back and just helped themselves to beers till they finished. And um, basically, the guy was just tied up until someone kind of found, tried to find out what happened to him until he, until he got released. Awful, awful story. So, you know, don't, you do find these people in London. You can find them. And I'm sure in all big cities as well. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I almost sort of look at that and sort of go... I was tied up, you untied me. Uh, gen- gentlemen, gentlemen beer robbers of, of London. Proper naughty boys. Well, I didn't, didn't steal the money, I guess. I didn't say that. I don't know if they did or not. I mean, presumably they oh, did. Okay. That's, if that's their yeah. kind, of, kind of vibe, I don't imagine they'd be above getting their hands in the till as well. <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. Yeah, um, never open your pub on a Christmas day in London. Uh, that, that, if you take no other message than that, that, that is what you're taking from this show. Uh, this has been the Luke and Pete show. If you've got any horrific stories about um, uh, landlords and <laughs> getting tied up, uh, let us know. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. You can get us on the socials, get us on the Twitter, get us on the Instagram. Uh, producer Natalie will be looking after that. Luke, have you got anything to... Have you got a message to send the people home with? Um, look after yourselves and each mm-hmm. other. Stay out of the sun. Unless you're the kind of person who can handle that. But remember, if you're brown, technically you're already burned. 
Oh, okay. Fair play. All right, then. We'll leave it there. See you next time. Show is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.